When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to the Established Fast Podcast, presented by Clutch Points. I'm your host, Mike Bubble, with me as always, my co-host, Bill Reagan. We're back here to make our picks for Week 13 in the NFL, and a much different week than we talked about the, the week before, as there were a lot of close spreads that uh, you had some of these lower spreads, games that were hard to pick. Um, this week, I don't think that's really the case at all, uh, Dylan. I think there's a lot of games that we feel pretty strongly about in terms of a winner. Uh, spreads maybe a little high maybe a little low in certain places but uh, I think we feel pretty strongly about a lot of these and as you'll see again there's a, there's quite a few spreads here that are a touchdown or more uh, on the week so we'll talk about those but first we always start with our game of the week and that is uh, really a no-brainer this week for us uh, we didn't really have many other options to go with but uh, the Patriots at the Bills Bills two and a half point favorites uh, in this one. Um, this should be, yeah, this should be fantastic. We know how the Patriots are playing. Bills and Buffalo, um, you know, they they want to probably, uh, although getting that win at New Orleans was nice, they want to wipe away the uh, the stink of that home loss to the Colts a couple weeks ago. Uh, that would be nice, I think, for for Buffalo fans. But I mean, this is to me a, a pretty much a toss up, even though the Bills are favored by two and a half here. I'll pick the Bills. I think that there's, you know, this is one of those games I could see them rallying behind and, and really picking up a, a nice win here. Patriots have been rolling, as we know, but uh, maybe that's, uh, once again, I'm going to regret picking against Bill Belichick <laughs> when his team is playing well. Yeah, last year really felt like a changing of the guard in this division, and now, uh, as we've talked about, New England's right back in it. They they have better odds, according to Football Outsiders, to win the division just based on the schedule remaining. But Buffalo, obviously, I, th- I think the win will go a long way but if they're able to get this win. Um, like you, we talked about, the, the offense definitely got going a bit against the Saints defense. It's been solid this year, but if they can do it against the Pats, then I think I'll feel really good again about my Super Bowl pick of the Bills and the Packers. But in this one, I'm I'm going with the, what I feel like is the inevitable, or at least how so for so many years Bills fans have felt about the Patriots, and it feels like they're back. Maybe this will be the game that the Bills get a uh, – make a statement and, and really show that they are going to be the, the head of this division for a while uh, with Josh Allen up. But obviously the Pats are right there. But So I'm picking the Patriots uh, probably by very slight margin. Uh, if they win this game, I don't see them putting up a ton of points either we have in this game. I think that, yeah, the f- number one and number two defensive DVOA teams in the entire league. Um, offenses that have at times played pretty well, but at, at the moment are both more in the kind of middle of the pack or, it's, you know, borderline top 10 units uh, DVOA-wise. So it's probably going to be a lower-scoring game, but I don't think it's going to be if you really love uh, complementary football, if you really love uh, the running game and how important it's going to be for the Pats especially. I think Buffalo, if they can run at all, will really help their passing game and trying to set up things and not let not let the exotic looks that the Pats want to get into to confuse Josh Allen that we've seen Belichick in so many times, even for a quarterback that's at this point as young as Josh is. He's still pretty young. And uh, um, I, I could see the, this being just one more game where maybe the, the Patriots show – 
who they are. And at this point, it's been the hottest team in the league for a long time. But yeah, definitely easily the game of the week. Um, you know, we've had some pretty big, not necessarily clunkers. They've been they've been close and exciting Monday night games, but uh, a lot of matchups between not uh, not exactly the best uh, teams on Monday night football. So it's it's nice to actually have a, a really premier game like this. It's going to be a lot of fun. We won't get to talk about it on Monday, obviously, for our next episode, but um, I'm sure we'll sprinkle in a little bit of analysis of it when we get back to our other predictions because it's going to be, you know, potentially one of the games of the year i think yep should be great there's one other game we'll talk about in a second that uh i think could be interesting in its own right and potential game of the week but i don't think it's going to match that one all right to our betting locks um these were some interesting choices because as we said this is we feel strongly about some of the winners in these games but i can't say i feel very strongly about a lot of these uh winners to cover the spread and i think that is that's a completely different discussion when it comes to our betting locks and that's why ultimately um, I went in the direction that when I first looked at this list, I was like, ah, I don't think that's an option. But I decided to go there. And the Giants are at the Dolphins. Uh, Dolphins are four-point favorites in this one. Obviously, I would love it if the Dolphins were three-point favorites. I would have uh, <laughs> felt a lot better about this one. Yeah. But I'm still going to make the Dolphins the pick here because I think, you know, Daniel Jones, as we're recording this on Wednesday, we don't know if he's going to play. Um, if he doesn't, I'd obviously feel, you know, much better about this pick. Uh, if he does, I still think there's a chance that the Dolphins – you know, they've looked pretty good on offense. Um, you know, they're starting to seemingly find their groove a little bit there. Their defense has been fantastic, as we've talked about. Uh, we remember kind of what they did to the Ravens and some of the other games they've had in recent weeks. So uh, Dolphins are playing much better. And, and as we kind of laughed about in the previous episode, they're starting to find their way back into the playoff picture. Uh, so I think this could be uh, a nice win here for the Dolphins. So uh, I'm going to take a chance on this one. Yeah, if they are going to go on an insane run and actually battle back into the postseason, they got to take care of business in this one. I'm still picking the Dolphins along with you. This I think we set the record for probably the most agreements on, on these picks that we've ever yeah. had, as, as you'll see the theme coming up. But no, I, I, I still think Miami will win. I'm a little weary based on what the Giants defense just did to Philadelphia. Um, and the thing about the Dolphins uh, at this point, as much as they've kind of figured out some things that do well with the offense, uh, a lot of RPO stuff that has kind of been highlighted by different writers this week. Um, they have not really still developed, you know, much of an overall deep attack. And I'm just worried that against a team like the uh, – we just saw how well this team defended uh, the Eagles, a team that also is going to use RPOs. It's going to do a lot of rushing things with their, with their quarterback and Jalen Hurts. I'm just concerned it's, you know – it's going to be a little closer. And like you said, that's why that one point, it really makes a huge difference in this one. I think they kind of nailed the spread. Three and a half might have been the perfect uh, point for me where it could go either way. Um, so, yeah, I'm picking Miami. Still feel like they're playing a lot better football at this point consistently. Um, and they've, they've taken care of business against some bad teams. They've played really well against good teams. Uh, so I think they'll get the win, and I hope for your sake they get the <laughs> to cover this. I feel like they should, um, especially with, like you said, with Daniel Jones. As much as you can say whatever about him, I would argue that the Giants' offense is probably going to not be as <laughs> have as many different things going on with him out. It, it, it Like you mentioned, uh, it looks like Mike Lennon, they, yesterday Tom Pelissero reported that Glennon's in line to start, uh, so yeah, I think that against that fact against Miami's defense is why I think you're maybe looking a little bit better because I think if they can force some turnovers and do some different things, uh, they'll be in decent shape. Yeah, there's not a lot of options out there on this on the set of this week as we'll talk about some of these games, but um, yeah, we'll I'll take a chance here on the Dolphins. All right. I did not go back to the well here. Uh, <laughs> your betting lock, the 49ers at the Seahawks, the 49ers three and a half point favorites uh, in this one as we've kind of joked about I, I just keep picking the Seahawks thinking they're going to finally win a game somewhere and really turn things around and 
that just hasn't happened um and i'm i'm jumping off that bandwagon right now thinking that they're going to be able to do that here against a a very good niners team that uh, we talked about is playing very well right now and um yeah i just you know i probably would have hesitated a couple weeks ago on this one but uh when you look at how each team is playing right now uh, i'm a little bit more confident about the niners maybe not as confident as you are picking them as a betting lock but the three and a half is not a lot of points so i could certainly see it here i just i'm just really so impressed with what this offense has become i, I the team when they made their super bowl run a couple of years ago they, they had a quality balanced offense a lot of great rushing attacks but they were still kind of carried by their defense and right now their defense is playing well but i'd say the offense is operating at a a level that i just didn't anticipate didn't you know even when i picked them to make the playoffs i i thought yeah they would be fine but man they're they're running the ball well they're it's really setting up the pass and they're putting garoppolo into such good situations that right now i just i don't really see seattle uh being able to completely keep up with them i i feel like the last loss was kind of a backbreaker and just in general their offense has been so just just lacking creativity just lacking anything that we're so used to seeing with russell wilson a lot of highlighted plays of guys running open down the middle of the field uh dk metcalf in particular but I don't know. It just feels like they're in a funk on that side that while their defense has played better uh, lately, I, I wouldn't say it's still a unit that you're going to be really intimidated by. And the thing is that the Niners have run over everyone, even solid run defenses. So, yeah, I just, I you know, I, I'm not saying, but not putting Seattle on the level of the Jaguars when I just picked the Niners a couple of weeks ago as my betting lock and they took care of business. I just, I, I just really do feel so well about where they're at compared to seattle it just seems like teams going in opposite directions um i do think seattle again as i keep repeating on here i think they're better than a three and eight team by a by a decent margin but uh maybe not completely how they've been playing the last couple of weeks and san francisco on their way to not just you know it's crazy where they were just a few weeks ago their their playoff odds i don't remember exactly what they were when they were sitting at three and five but their three game win streak has put them up uh, according to football outsiders of 40 or sorry 83 percent uh, chance of making the postseason I, I just think they're they're heading in the right direction really just like what i'm seeing from this offense and feel confident that they'll win by a little more than a field goal at the very least i i feel like they should win by uh maybe a couple scores really yep uh seem to be the better team right now all right to our upset of the week and uh upset only yes. one <laughs> choice here uh you and i are both on the same bandwagon which technically you know, you picked the Patriots as an upset at two yeah. and a half point underdog uh, in Buffalo against the Bills. Two and a half points is the spread for this one, and uh, we're both on this bandwagon. And uh, my explanation is, I did not pick another upset anywhere else on the board, so uh, <laughs> that is the reason. And and as we joked about, like when I went through and made my picks initially, I had all the favorites winning, and then I realized, well, that's not going to happen. Um, so I need to to make a switch somewhere, and this one seemed like uh, to me the best one, and that is Washington at the Raiders uh, there in Las Vegas. And, um, I mean, again, we sort of talk about two teams maybe heading in different directions here. Uh, For the Raiders, they've just kind of, you know, stumbled a little bit. Washington has to feel a little confident. I mean, they're really that that Bucks game. I think they, you know, may have turned a corner, found some Mm -hmm. things that worked there. They they win this game against Seattle, um, you know, on Monday night. And and so they have a little bit more confidence here. So I don't think this is going to be necessarily, um, you know, the game of the week or anything, but I do think Washington has a chance to win this one. And like I said, I I can't say the same for a lot of the other underdogs that I'm looking at on the board here. So 
Uh, I will I will pick Washington just as you will in this one. Yeah, it felt like a little bit of a cop out if our game of the week was also my upset of the week. So I wanted to at least add one more here. I, I am a little worried about this pick because, man, the Raiders offense, especially in the passing game, looked really good last week. And uh, yeah. Washington's defense even don't don't take a <laughs> take what we just saw in the last game against Seattle. They have not really been a good uh, pass defense this entire season. I know they've had this kind of two game win streak. And I'm maybe just relying a little bit more on just the overall inconsistency of the Raiders um, week to week. I we don't know exactly what team we're going to get. They show it looked like a completely different offense um, than they did just you know the week before against Cincinnati when they got bludgeoned uh, when the, uh, in Vegas. So man, I I don't know. It's going to be an interesting game. I, I think it will be really close. And yeah, kind of the same thinking. It's like I've, a lot of these ones. There's some there's some games where I considered upsets, and uh, we'll get to those coming up. I just ultimately couldn't quite. I just don't feel like it's going to happen. So. And if yeah, it's kind of the same exact thing you were saying. It just feels like out of the games we had left, this one has the most <laughs> likely chance to flip. Um, and yeah, Washington does have some positive momentum. They do, uh, you know, look obviously any team's gonna be really fired up after uh, beating the Bucks and then also against Seattle. But based on like the videos and everything of that team in that locker room, I mean, they're a team playing together, playing for each other, and finding some joy after being so you know just a really tough start to the season and now even i mean i don't think they're going to get into the postseason at but at five and six they still got a lot to play for in this one and yeah it just feels like maybe they'll keep this magic going for one more week yeah consistency not sure what you're getting from the raiders like you said one week they beat the cowboys other weeks uh, they lose to the giants and uh play can't score against the Bengals and games like that so yeah you don't really know what you're getting there but washington uh three straight wins so we'll see if they can keep that going in this one all right to our quick picks uh cowboys speaking of them uh, at the saints cowboys four and a half point favorites in this one i almost consider this mm-hmm. as a betting lock but uh you mentioned and, and that's kind of what i was thinking in the back of my head was the wild card of Taysom hill potentially uh you know what could happen there for him at quarterback and does that give the saints a spark uh, cowboys lost that game to the raiders but Cowboys seemingly going to get back, you know, their their top weapons here. So mm-hmm. um, Cowboys, yeah, they're they're the pick for me. But um, eh, I was a little hesitant on that four and a half on this one. Yeah, just a little too high for me. If it was closer to a field goal, I would have considered it. But even then, I mean, I almost went just completely flipping this game. I, I want to see maybe a little more uh, from the Saints offense when Taysom's in there um, first. But I, I feel like they're a team that's gone, you know, the completely wrong direction. A four game losing streak. Um, I feel like they just have more to offer than what we've seen still. And some tough losses mixed in there. The defense has still been really solid. I know they gave up a ton of points to Buffalo. Their offense didn't do them any favors. And the Bills really uh, just played a great game, uh, to be frank about it. And I I could see the Cowboys doing that, but we've also seen them struggle against teams like Denver. And uh, I'm not, you know, at the same time, at this point with New Orleans defense, I, I feel good about them. Uh, they have the thing is it's just not the best pass defense. Thirteenth uh, in DVOA, they're uh, in Dallas. Uh, as much as they're going to want to run the ball, I feel like Dax is going to be a big game for him. Like you mentioned, with Amari Cooper likely back, it just feels like this is lining up for Dallas to to have a good uh, bounce back game. And mostly, I just their defense, despite what just happened against the Raiders, I still think Dallas's defense is pretty good. Um, they've been solid this year overall, so. I don't feel too bad about uh, picking this one. It's just uh, it's the the Cowboys kind of – I'm not as spooked about them as I am the Rams necessarily, but I'm a little bit wary of some of the things we've seen the last few weeks. Hopefully if they – with the, you know getting some of these guys back, maybe they'll get back on track and this will be a big kind of statement game to say we're still one of the best teams in the NFC. This next one I, I initially made my betting lock, but then I swapped it. Um, the Bucks at the Falcons – 
Bucks are eleven point favorites on the road in Atlanta. They um yeah, they pretty much took care of business easily against the Falcons first time around, and so that was kind of the thinking. Perhaps they do it again here, and I think they will, but as you and I talk about all the time, these double digit spreads we try to stay away from because it comes back to bite us usually. Um mm-hmm. so I'll do that here. I'll stay away from it, but uh, I think we all know who we're picking to win this game. Yeah, this was nearly my lock as well. Um, it was the first one that I kind of popped up, and I was like, all right, like I, I feel like they're going to just crush them again. But last year, uh, I think it was in, down the stretch of the season, the Falcons gave the Bucks a pretty big scare. Uh, Tampa Bay came back and won that game. We saw the Falcons just beat the Saints. They've kind of been just a, a, a team that they've been, you know, obviously blown out a lot, um, but – I don't know. I, I feel like Tam- I, yeah, obviously the Bucks are the pick. It was never even a question. This is easily the biggest mismatch in DVOA, considering Tampa Bay is number one in the entire league, and I believe Atlanta is last. Yes, behind Detroit, uh, despite their five and six record. So yeah, they're, they should win easily by a couple touchdowns. There's just a part of me that's a little weary, but I mean, it's, it's the good teams that they've really been beat up by, like the Patriots and the, the Cowboys, and I don't know. Uh, there's a decent chance that we have a very similar outcome to the week two game when the Bucks won by 23, uh, maybe even more so because I don't think Atlanta's putting up 25 points again against Tampa Bay. I think Tampa's going to probably cruise in this one. Yep, me too on that. Uh, Cardinals at the Bears. Uh, Cardinals eight-point favorites on the road in Chicago. Uh, Kyler Murray, DeAndre Hopkins back at practice. Seems like they'll be in the lineup, and that's where, uh, for me, <laughs> When it comes to comparing offenses here, uh, <laughs> I will much rather have the one that's led by Kyler Murray, DeAndre Hopkins, and uh, you know the Cardinals and what they do versus uh, a very inconsistent offense for the Bears. So uh, that makes the Cardinals the pick. Eight points still feels a little bit high. Just getting those two guys back in the lineup, maybe there's a little bit of an adjustment. I don't think so, and I think the Cardinals win this pretty handily. Yeah, this is a borderline. If it was closer to a touchdown, I if it, yeah. or if it was uh, like seven, I'd probably have maybe uh, – Maybe it would have been like second or third on my list here because the Bears, I don't see how they're going to score again. And they couldn't score against Detroit. Arizona has one of the five best defenses in the league this year. I just, that's going to be ugly on that side, even if the, the offense struggles to get back and get going. We've seen the Cardinals just crush some teams in their defense. It's just uh, getting quick stops constantly. So, yeah, I think easily Arizona is the pick. Um, and probably behind maybe my the 49er pick I made in Tampa Bay, I, I would say they're my third highest team that I would uh, really expect to get a, be a betting lock in this case. Yeah, I think so, too. Well, this one is uh, another one you could have thrown into the game in the mix category, and I think it'll be very entertaining uh, just based on how these two teams play. The Chargers at the Bengals. The Bengals are a three-point favorite at home in this one. I mean, this this really should be a good game, uh, you know, if you get what you think you're going to get out of both these offenses. But uh, as we talked about, the Bengals have just been, you know, they're just a team that you feel like, especially defensively, we saw what they did against the Steelers, how it changed the course of that game. Uh, yep. Can they do the same here against Justin Herbert and the Chargers? We'll see. But, uh, yeah, I'm I'm sticking with the Bengals here. I think that they are – they are the real deal, and um, we can we've kind of seen how quickly they can they can jump on you at times, and uh, I think they they could have a chance to do that here in this one. Yeah, I think it's going to be a pretty close game. Um, I, I still think the Chargers' offense has more to offer than we saw in Denver. We've just too many of those games we kind of talked about in the last podcast where they'll get going and you feel really good about where the Chargers are going, then they just kind of have that kind of dud. Um, I could see them. See, this is the one where if I, I you know last week I didn't go off my feel. I felt like they were going to have a down game. They. Did 
did and they lost. And this time I, I feel like they're going to bounce back, but I just maybe I have too much stress in the Bengals. I don't know. <laughs> I'm picking the Bengals still. Uh, I really thought their defense looked obviously fantastic against Pittsburgh. It's going to be a much tougher matchup here. But for all the things that Cincinnati's, you know, all the things said about Joe Burrow and his in the receiving corps and how solid they've been. They've really been a team the last few weeks as they've gotten back on track that's run the football well. It's kind of made a big point about uh, making that a huge part of their game plan. And while it's not exactly – they're not. I wouldn't say they're above average uh, running the football necessarily. You don't have to be, uh, as we've seen, against against the Chargers. So I'm just – I don't know. I, I, it's the, the fact that I think Cincinnati's defense, again, has been pretty solid – at home, you know, uh, if this game was even in uh, L.A., maybe I'd flip the other direction. But, yeah, a borderline game of the week. I think it's going to be a really fun one, one that, as I know, some people, I think they asked actually Justin Herbert, some reporters, or, or Joe Burrow, one of the two, how they felt about this game not getting – uh, put into Sunday Night Football. Kind of crazy that <laughs> you think Chargers-Bengals is the game that people are talking about. But really, between these quarterbacks, uh, there's a reason for it. I think it'll be a lot of fun and uh, two guys that we hope and anticipate to be watching play well in this league for a long time. Yep, I think so. And uh, you made the point that neither of us considered this next game among our locks of the week. And yeah. yet the Vikings are only favored by seven on the road against the winless Lions. And, uh, of course, Dalvin Cook is out, and uh, that, that factors into the equation. But we've said it with the Lions. Like, they have just come so close so many times. And the Vikings have been a team at times that have been hard to trust. Um, mm-hmm. And you wonder, uh, could this be one of those games? I, I think the difference between the Vikings and the Bears is the Vikings are, are much better on offense, and that's yes. why I, certainly I'm going to pick them to win this game. Uh, but it still kind of is in the back of your head. It's like, well, the Lions have come so close so many times. This may be closer than a touchdown, but uh, regardless, I just think the Vikings are, are too good to, to lose this game. Yeah, it's the lack of predictability with both these teams. Because even, the, even though you can predict basically week to week that the Lions aren't going to win, uh, their record against the spread, let's see, not probably not nearly as bad. Yeah, 7-4. and four. So it's just, it's just tough to pick, you know. In this game, I feel like you do see a little bit of that finally, that respect for how they've kind of kept these games close. But it is kind of week to week. Like there's, you know, they'll have a game like they did where they almost win and then they'll get blown out the following week. I think Minnesota will take care of business. I'm not going to be surprised if they just go in there and crush them. I think they're a much better team than the Bears by like a, a decent margin. I think their defense uh, is pretty dang solid. I know they had a tough time against San Francisco, but a lot of teams have lately. And yeah, they're for all the things said about Kirk Cousins against poor opponents, he's had throughout his career uh, fantastic numbers. So yeah, Minnesota should win. Um, but they have a, they also have a habit of just playing down or up to whoever they uh, play against. They're always in these one score games. So yeah, there's a there's it just says a lot about Minnesota. Even though I feel like they still could get in the playoffs, that I just at this point it's really hard to trust them covering uh, more than a three point four point spread because that's how cl- every game seems to be within that range. Yeah, this is kind of similar for this next one. The Eagles at the Jets. Eagles are favored by seven uh, in New York against the Jets, and I think this is another one where it's like it's the same scenario where you know we saw last week against the Eagles. You know, I was like, well, can't trust them now. Um, and the Jets, the same, it's they just they both flipped, you know, where the Jets win in the, against Houston, who had just beaten the Titans. Uh, Eagles lose that game against the Giants. And so um, not a lot of trust, but yet somehow there's still a seven-point favorite in this one. Um, yeah, I don't – I think that's way too high probably considering what we've seen from the Eagles and uh, with this. But they're, they're still the better team, and certainly I'm going to pick them to win. But I guess Jalen Hurts' availability uh, is also something to watch here is uh, – 
If he's not in there, uh, Gardner Minshew could make his uh, spectacular return for the Eagles. I, I, you know, that could be fun. I don't know. I, I feel like either way I'm picking the Eagles, obviously. Um, in terms of the spread, the thing is, like, the, the Giants, for, their defense has been decent and actually one of the – probably a top ten unit in pass defense, but they're one of the worst run defenses in the league. And Philadelphia, despite that being the staple of their offense, did nothing. And I know they we talked about it and a lot of frustrating drives that they did move the ball fine on the ground. They just couldn't finish. Um, I don't know if they'll have that same problem with the Jets. We, we saw what – and it's a different rushing attack, but we saw what the Colts just did to this team a, a few weeks ago. We saw – there was a point where teams were just averaging some – I think it was like 160 yards, some ridiculous number of yards per game against the Jets. And uh, I feel like Philadelphia will have the same issues finishing their drives in this one, be a little more careful with the ball. No matter who's a quarterback, yeah, they're the pick. But uh, after last week, I'm definitely spooked. I, I You know, I got – maybe I jinxed them a little bit, making them my lock. Hopefully for my sake as a Rams fan i'm jinxing the niners this week but i don't think so um uh, but yeah i think philadelphia gets back on track and uh the jets i, I still <laughs> for a win uh, a lot of ugly things that have been happening for that team still it, it wasn't exactly the most satisfying one i think they'll kind of come back to earth here in this one a little bit well they beat the texans and the colts are at the texans uh texans uh yeah they they should have won that game of course i made it the betting lock as we know but uh, Colts are favored by nine on the road in this game. And uh, no, I know if you think I, I dislike the Colts. Um, I, I, I was a little late to the bandwagon, but uh, I'm not going to not gonna be too crazy on this one and pick the Texans again after I picked them as a betting lock against the Jets. Uh, I'm picking the Colts to win this game. But still, at nine points, I mean, I just don't – I did not consider this a betting lock. And um, I, I think this is one of those – one of those divisional matchups late in the season that just kind of never know, as we talked about with some of these games. And uh, but uh, the Colts just still take care of business here. Yeah, I, I think so. I, the, the Texans, for you know, they didn't have the best game there, obviously, but they're it's crazy where they're ranking their defense is eighth in DVOA. Uh, so it kind of scares me a little bit because the Colts have turned the ball over. They've been inconsistent, but I, I do think that they're going to be able to still against Houston. Uh, they, they've struggled more defending the run. And obviously we know when the Colts are running, right. That's what they're exactly doing. They just, they just went up as we talked about and Frank Rags talked about, and they've got, they just went up against a really tough run defense there. Um, last week in Tampa Bay, I think in this one, Jonathan Taylor, fantasy owners, I think yeah, you're going to be, pretty pleased with the final result i this yeah this one i i think they'll win by a couple scores i think the colts are still at, you know at six and six still feel really good about where they've been as a team lately some tough losses real you know all three of the losses they've had since starting zero and three have been to tough opponents and really close games uh and sometimes coming right down to the wire so um i think they're we've seen them kind of crush and take care of business against worse opponents and i think that's what happens on sunday Jags at the Rams. Rams thirteen point favorites in this. See what I mean? Like there's, there's just not a lot to pick from when it comes to the the no. upsets, unless you just really go outside the, you know, I think the highest probably we've picked this year maybe six and a half. I don't think we've even did anything over that. Maybe a seven. I don't think so. From what I can remember, I, I feel like you picked someone to win six and a half point underdog one of those games. From yeah. what I can remember off the top of my head, but I think that's the highest we've gone. And there's just been a lot of these. We talked about these spreads, and there's still another one to come here, but uh again i mean you know who else are you going to pick in this one other than the rams uh we'd like to see them get back on track for sure based on how they've been playing uh this feels like one of those uh, get right games uh, there for them yeah I'm, I'm concerned about what we're going to see from this jaguars offense against the rams defense i think that the rams defense for some of the things that they haven't done well um the last few weeks i don't see the jaguars exploiting those <laughs> those same concerns i see major issues up front 
for that offensive line that has struggled for in Jacksonville against this Rams front four. I think maybe the Rams, they don't have to worry so much about a, a one guy where they're trying to move Jalen around and deciding not to. And all the, the kind of issues that we've seen pop up, especially in that Packers matchup, uh, I just see that side of the ball being uh, not being an issue at all. And then on the flip side for the Rams on offense, we yeah, it's kind of fluctuated here and there. If they take care of the ball, that's the big thing. They need to stop turning the ball over so much. It, I think it's I think it's three straight games of the pick six for Stafford. The one against the Niners, a little not fair, went right off Higby's hands. But nonetheless, if they can just take care of the ball here, there's no reason they shouldn't win by a couple touchdowns. We saw before the three-game losing streak, they played three awful opponents in a row and crushed all of them. Uh, the only one that was even close, uh, I think the only team that covered was the Lions. And by then, it's even at the end of the game, it's still won by a couple scores. So, yeah, it should be, shouldn't be a problem. But the, if the Rams give up a touchdown, touchdown early and they start kind of pushing and feeling like they're playing from behind again i don't know yeah it could get it could get spooky in terms of that spread it's just a little too high for me like you said these are tough ones i mean there's a reason yeah. that these people are good at their jobs in vegas there's a reason they're making <laughs> a lot of money because especially in the nfl more attention than anything to to every little minuscule detail for each team yeah. and i think they've really nailed this 13 point spread here it's probably exactly around the line where it'll end up being Ravens at the Steelers. Uh, Ravens four and a half point favorites uh, in Pittsburgh there, and you know this is one that initially I was like, well, I got to find an upset somewhere, yep. and I was like, maybe this is it. But ultimately, I was like, I just don't think so. Like I, you know, I've we've talked about the concerns with the Steelers offense, and just have no confidence in kind of where they're at right now. And um, you know, on the flip side of that, I think I have way more confidence in the Ravens. So I just couldn't do it. I, I thought about it. I was like, eh. I know this is a rivalry game, late season, you never know, and certainly the Steelers could win this game, but I'm not banking on it, so I'm going to pick the Ravens. Yeah, for all the things that are said about Baker Mayfield and the Browns' passing game, it's still a decent offense that the Ravens uh, shut down a week ago, and I don't think Pittsburgh's on that level. I think they, you know, they've had like a little mid-season stretch where their offensive line and it looked like it was making some strides, and it's kind of broken back down. The defense is – that's the main thing that's, that's scary about Pittsburgh. They're ranked 27th in DVOA on defense. They're behind the Chiefs by a spot, but they're behind the Chiefs. That is not anything close to what I would have expected going into the year. We knew that their defense was going to have to carry them. It has let them down. And, yeah, I just – the Ravens have kind of, you know, didn't consider this one a lock by any means because of how they've fluctuated as a team. Um, a game that I did consider briefly picking Pittsburgh, like you m- mentioned for yourself, but at the end of the day, I I really regretted the pick last week against the the Bengals, so I don't don't want to see that same thing happen, and I yeah. won't be completely shocked if the Ravens run away with this one again, and Pittsburgh's really uh, still reeling after uh, week thirteen. Broncos at the Chiefs, uh, and uh, the Chiefs favored by ten in this one. Um, this is kind of what we talked about mm. where. You know, the Broncos have been playing better for sure, uh, but we said that teams, and you mentioned it uh, last episode, I think, is where teams just sort of let the Chiefs hang around for a little while and let them finally figure it out. Mm-hmm. And I think they've probably done that at this point. Um, now they come off the bye. They're at home. Uh, we'll see. But uh, 10 points is a lot here for, uh, again, going up against a Broncos team that's played well uh, at times for sure. So, uh, yeah, I'm picking the Chiefs, but, uh, yeah, I just I was like, man, 10 points, that seems like a lot, but uh, maybe the Chiefs started to figure it out, and maybe this is where they really start to roll. We'll see. Yeah, critical game here. The spread, I, I feel like it probably should have been more like 8.5, you know? Like, I, I don't know, even a little low. Denver is not getting respected for what they've been able to do the last few weeks and how they've really handled solid offenses. I'm not, not saying the – 
the Chargers have been as good as the Chiefs necessarily. And yes, uh, even with the Chiefs' struggles, they've you know I think they've found their stride pretty well. They're running the ball a heck of a lot better than they were uh, early in the season, which is going to be a big help against a Denver defense that uh, at times has struggled to defend the run against opponents that. Um, are able to get the rock going and uh, not play from behind. I think that'll be a key for Kansas City in this one. But even if they are, I'm picking them to win this game. I just think Denver could have some success running the ball. I think some of the things that we've seen from the Kansas City defense uh, lately have been encouraging. They've definitely picked up their play a lot. But I think I, I think this game is definitely closer than 10 points. Maybe, maybe I'm completely wrong. Maybe the Chiefs are, as we've talked about, back. And I, I do think, yeah, teams had a chance, especially in this division, to bury them. They're all sitting at 6-5 and five a game behind them now. I think it might be a little too late, um, but I, you know, as much as uh, people have kind of said that maybe not the most exciting Sunday night matchup, I don't know. I think it's actually going to be a pretty, yeah. pretty fun one, and it's it's fun seeing the Broncos after some down years uh, being back in the at least in the conversation as a possible playoff team and a lot to play for in this one. If this yeah. game was in Denver, maybe sneaky like weird, just like let's throw that upset out there for, uh, for the heck of it, <laughs> as I like to do sometimes my hit rate's probably like 20 percent but uh <laughs> on the on the bigger ones but yeah i think this one kansas city still at the end of the day i'm gonna go with Mahomes and uh feel like he's gonna he's kind of figure some things out he's not being so impatient uh all the little kind of weird fumble luck and just kind of unlucky bounces they were getting early in the season weren't aren't happening so much and i think they'll ultimately get a big win here well, let's point out too before we wrap up, there is a scenario where every single team in the FC West could be seven and five after yep. this weekend. So, Chiefs at the top at seven and four, everyone else six and five, and uh, with the Broncos playing the Chiefs, the Broncos win, uh, Chargers win, Raiders win, everyone is sitting at seven and five. So uh, that would be quite a scene uh, for sure heading into the uh, final three weeks of the season to have four teams in the same division with the same record. So we'll see. If that is the case, but uh, there are our picks for Week 13. Of course, Dylan, have it all covered over Clutch Points, uh, all the action and resources you need to get ready for these games in Week 13, in addition to uh, MLB. We've got a lot yes. of stuff happening there, and, uh, of course, the NBA in full swing as well. Yeah, you can follow in the Clutch Points app in the NFL section all the Week 13 games. You can read all of our predictions for every single game. We have betting predictions, uh, breakdowns on the odds, breakdowns for each team specifically going into those games. Obviously, all the news coverage, uh, keeping up with all the injury updates, uh, fantasy updates, start them, sit em stuff. You can find that in the fantasy football section on ClutchPoints.com. Um, we have the betting section there as well for all the betting odds articles. Uh, yeah, yeah, in the app, you can follow all NBA games, MLB news right now. A lot of a lot of stuff happening for me. Sad day watching uh, Corey Seager uh, take his press conference with the Rangers. But as we were recording, uh, getting a lot of texts from friends about Chris Taylor <laughs> uh, possibly or likely coming back to the Dodgers. So feel a little bit better at this moment. We are trying to steal your, uh, your Freddie Freeman, though. We'll see how that goes. <laughs> Everyone trying to steal from the champions, uh, no surprise <laughs> there, but uh, we'll see how that plays out. But yeah, be sure to check all that out at Clutch Points, and as always, be sure to subscribe to the podcast. Any podcast app you use, search for Establish the Pass, and uh, thanks as always for listening to the podcast, and we'll talk to you next time here on the Establish the Pass podcast.